What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And it is Thursday. It's actually my Friday because tomorrow is July 3rd, and the 4th of July falls on a Saturday. And so I'm pretty sure it's nationally like observed as being on tomorrow, so that way people like government officials and stuff have off and, and all that kind of stuff. But I get the 4th of July off for my day job, so... I am going to be off tomorrow because that's the day that we're choosing to observe it, I guess. So I'm pumped about that. I'm pumped to have a little bit of extra time this week to work on my reselling business. It'll be good. I'll be home and just trying to crack down on some of the things that have been staring me in the face for a while now. And there's just a good amount of stuff that I haven't had time to do or I've thought maybe if I get a free day or something, I'll do that. And so I'm going to try and use that tomorrow to catch up on a lot of things, research, organization, all these different things that I've let kind of slip by recently, uh, just with the way things have been moving, I'm going to start getting into those a lot more and spend a lot of time tonight and tomorrow working on that. So that's kind of what my focus is going to be, but it's been a, it's been a pretty good day for reselling for me. I haven't made a ton of sales today. I made one sale and I actually had the item with me, so I just packed it up was already packed anyways that's how it came from the store so i just printed out a shipping label slapped it on the box and took it over to walgreens and shipped it out fedex so that was pretty good i was happy to get that out and i like getting things shipped out like the same day that they come in to be sold because when things when things are sold and then somebody buys it and then you ship it out the same day they just like it a lot and i mean i'm not gonna go crazy over it or something but if I have the opportunity to make things uh, a lot better of an experience for the customer, I enjoy doing that just because I think they really enjoy that and they're pretty happy about it. So I got that shipped out. I was pumped about that. And there were a couple sneaker releases that happened today. Uh, and then there was the Supreme release that came out today. And the sneaker releases that happened, there were, there were a couple that I wasn't prepped for at all, actually. And so... Sometimes I let my research on sneakers slip and I don't really pay too much attention to ones that I don't like or ones that don't pop for me. But the Jordan 14 Retro Toro colorway, it was like the red, black, and white. It was basically a bread colorway. Um, They released today at 10 on sneakers. And then there was a pair of Nike running shoes, which I typically wouldn't go after, but they were just reselling very, very well, and they released on Nike.com today. So I actually went and I went after both pairs of shoes. I had a couple different things going for me, a couple different accounts going for me, and then I had um, my girlfriend go for the different pairs of shoes for me and I ended up getting a pair of the running shoes and a pair of the um a pair of like the Jordan 14 Toros that I wasn't even expecting to get today and what was really interesting is I guess people really underestimated the or overestimated how much stock there would be for the shoes that came out today and when that happens people realize that nobody got a pair and then the demand goes up because there was a lot or the demand stays the same But the supply is obviously shrunk because people thought there was so much supply and now there's not any or it's very, very low. And so they must have been pretty low stock on a lot of the websites that loaded up like Foot Locker and stuff. And then on sneakers, they must have been fairly low stock too. And so what happened was is at around the drop time, which was at 10 o'clock, StockX showed the shoes at being around 250 bucks. 
and then they slowly crept up from there after the drop, which can be expected at some points, but not to the degree that they did. And they, I think they jumped up, some pairs jumped up about 70 to 100 bucks just for the different sizes. Um, the size that I got was a little bit less of a demand, but definitely a lot better shot at getting it. So I was happy to get the Jordans coming to me. I'm hopefully gonna get a bunch of pairs of shoes in over the next couple of, over the next week or so, because I got those two pairs of Air Max, the one pair of LeBrons, and then I got the pair of 11 Jordan 11 Concords that I'm excited to have. I'm going to try them on just just to try them on because I like the shoes. They look pretty clean. But then I'm going to try and get those sold. And I think in-person pictures just really, really do do it for the buyer sometimes. So I have a couple pairs of shoes that I'm testing out like that. I'm going to see if I can get them sold and see kind of what the market is for them. But I didn't sell anything else today. So both pairs of shoes are still available on my store, which is something I don't typically like to do. I try and like to get them moved quickly, but I've gotten a little bit better at realizing which shoes I can and can't move. And I know that I'll at least make money on the, the red Toros and I can always return the other Nike shoes, but I've just seen them resell pretty well recently. So I'm gonna try and get those, uh, try and hold both pairs and then sell them uh, whenever the, the time is right for a buyer to just like the price that I have. So that's kind of my plan there. Um, outside of that, there really wasn't a ton else that happened today. I didn't have any releases I was going after. I didn't have anything super special that happened uh, reselling wise. And so it wasn't anything too crazy from that perspective. But I did have an interesting situation pop up yesterday. And it was, it was kind of a not something terrible, but it just wasn't something I wanted to have happen. And it was completely my fault. And I kind of looked at it and just shook my head because I know better than to do what I did. But uh, basically what happened is I sell a decent amount of coffee mugs. I don't sell too many anymore, mainly because a lot of coffee mugs just don't sell, right? You have to list them on multiple platforms. You have to share them on Poshmark. You have to promote them on Mercari, relist them on eBay. It's a lot of work for very little profit. So I don't source a lot of coffee mugs anymore. And I know which ones do well, but I'm not hitting garage sales as frequently as I used to. And garage sales haven't been happening that much just because of COVID. And so when I find a good coffee mug for a quarter, I will go and I'll buy it because I know I can make I know I can make money on it and I know I can make a good amount of money compared to what the quarter was. I can make 10 bucks on the coffee mug. And so I bought a bunch of these coffee mugs and, and maybe not a bunch, but like two or three. I bought a few of them at a garage sale last year when I first started and I got them for 10 cents a mug. And for 10 cents a mug, you really can't go wrong. I mean, even if you put them in a lot or something, you're going to sell them. It'll just take a while. And so I bought these ones that I thought would do well. One was like an Entenmann's bakery mug. One was a chocolate is the fifth there's my favorite food group mug with like it was an old hallmark style mug and then the last one was like this made in england chocolate eh, something this person was a huge chocolate fan i guess it said something about chocolate is my favorite food or something and i don't really know uh what i was thinking but i got home on sunday and i was tired which you know after a week or after three or four days of relaxing and stuff. You wouldn't think you'd be tired, but it'd been a long drive. I still had a ton of shipping to do when I got home for the next day. Um, and I was just not really having it because it was super late by the time I got to shipping after I got everything else that I needed to get done, completed for the day. And so I was packaging this coffee mug. It was the last thing that I had to pack up. And I 
put the bubble wrap, I put two layers of bubble wrap around a coffee mug, and then I put cardboard around that, and I pull cardboard tightly, and I make almost like a triangle shape, so the triangle, the pointed part, is pointed out from the handle, so the handle's always protected. Then I pull tape over the openings on the top and the bottom really tight, really pack it in there so there's bubble wrap, and now it's like it's in its own little perfectly shaped box inside the cardboard that I cut to roughly the same height as the mug, and then just long enough so that I can wrap it around the mug. And then I put it in a bubble mailer and I'm fine. And I've never, I put packing peanuts in there occasionally. Sometimes I don't even put anything. And I just throw it in a bubble mailer and I ship it out. I've done that. I've thrown it in bubble mailers. I've thrown it in flat rate mailers before. Like, it doesn't really matter. You are, like, not even flat rate bubble mailers. Just like the cardboard ones. And I've never broken one, ever. And, and so, standard procedure, I go through everything. I send it out. And I get a message yesterday from this guy and he's like, Hey, I just want you to know that my coffee mug is in pieces. And the picture that he showed me was definitely the coffee mug I sent, and it was completely shattered. And I was sitting there completely baffled because I've never broken one of these before. And I've sent some really, really hefty coffee mugs. I've sent coffee mugs that are weirdly shaped. I've sent ones that should have broken but didn't break. I've sent two in a package. I've sent two in a cardboard mailer before. Like there's, I've done so many things with coffee mugs, I've never broken one. And I'm thinking, how on earth did I break this thing? It wasn't even that crazy of a mug. It didn't have any different shapes that should have caused it to break. It wasn't like there were any big stress points on it or anything. And I looked in the picture and realized that there was the bubble mailer I sent him, the bubble wrap that I sent the coffee mug wrapped in, and packing peanuts. And I realized that I forgot to put the cardboard around the mug. And so... If you are kind of wondering, well, what does that matter? Like I said, the cardboard is kind of the, it holds everything together and it gives it a lot of sturdiness when you're wrapping it around those two pieces of bubble wrap that go around the mug. And so I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, well, that's what happened. And I realized that I made kind of a huge error and it was pretty stupid just not to wrap the cardboard around it. I mean, it takes, it literally would have taken me an extra minute. And if I would have just stopped and paused and realized that I was running around like a maniac, I would have been able to reevaluate and at least been able to get the coffee mug packaged up and shipped right. Now, it's a coffee mug. It doesn't matter, right? I'm not going to lose sleep over a coffee mug. And quite frankly, I've sold a lot of items that I've broken, a lot of bigger items that have gotten damaged in shipping or, or something, and I've lost hundreds of dollars doing that. So losing seven bucks on a coffee mug is not the end of the world to me. It doesn't really make me that upset, but I am upset with myself for not paying attention. I mean, if that hadn't been a coffee mug and that had been something bigger, um, something like a cell phone, something like a a gaming system, and I'm just blindly running around packaging things up, it's really not that it's really not that good for a business. And so, it's important to me to kind of remember that it you have to you have to pay attention whenever you're getting these sales coming in and sometimes you get overwhelmed and sometimes you have a lot going on taking a step back for a moment just kind of reevaluating what you're doing and looking over everything from almost an outsider's point of view to see if there's anything that you forgot is oftentimes very beneficial and if you're shipping and really what the point of this podcast for me was is if you're shipping do not be afraid to put extra padding extra cardboard extra bubble wrap extra peanuts whatever you need to do to get that sale to the customer I used to be super skimpish on bubble wrap, or at least I would have been, but my roommate that I started reselling with kind of 
I just watched him package something up, and he went, like, to me at the time, I thought he went overkill. He packaged this item up, and I don't even know what it was. It wasn't anything crazy. It was, like, maybe, like, a something plastic, but he wrapped it in two layers of bubble wrap, packing peanuts, put it in a box, taped the box up with a ton of tape. I, I mean, like, this thing could have went through a, like, a bomb could have hit it, and it would have been fine. And I remember, like, packaging that first item up with him, because I think it was actually mine. And... I'm looking at him and I'm like, what on earth are you doing? And he's like, you don't want this thing to break. This is your first sale. And you know, you never know what those guys are going to do with it. And so it, it's really the truth though. You never know what's going to happen to your package. I've seen things that people have gotten either in the group that I'm in or on social media. And I've gotten things that have literally been completely ripped out of the box. I mean, the box is in shreds and it's on my front porch. And like, that's how Walmart delivered it. And I'm like, who on earth thought this was an acceptable way to deliver a package? Like, these companies ship for, a, for that's what they do, they ship, they're shipping companies, and like, they delivered a package completely destroyed. And so, um, for me, realizing that it is, it's better to be safer than sorry when you're packing items, because you don't wanna lose a sale just because you were being a little bit cheap on tape or bubble wrap or whatever. I mean, a lot of people really stress not buying bubble wrap. I don't have a problem with it. I never have bought bubble wrap, but if you're in a binder, you just don't feel like going and looking for bubble wrap, it's $16 to buy like 200 yards of this stuff. Like it's not a big deal. So go out and spend the money, buy some bubble wrap and use it. And you know, it's easy. It's perforated. You're not cutting bubble wrap and stuff. Like I should go buy bubble wrap right now, probably just to save myself time. But it's one of those things where you don't want to be skimpish on your shipping because that could kill you. That could really hurt you with sales because at the end of the day, you're losing the entire sale because something got broken, something got damaged, something fell out of the package. You never know. So that is something that I want to stress to you. If you're new with this and you're wondering, well, how much is too much? Always lean on the side of cautious when you're packing an item, especially one that looks like it's breakable or fragile. So with that being said, I think I'm going to go. I got a lot planned for the weekend and I'm excited to kind of fill you in on it. Tomorrow, Space Hippies come out on sneakers. I would definitely, definitely go for those. Um, there's a couple pairs that are going to do better than others. You can do your research for that. But um, just keep an eye on those because when they come out at 10 tomorrow, a lot of people are going to be going for them. So I'm excited for those and I'm excited to do some more sneaker releases this weekend and just excited for the fourth. So I will go. But you guys have a good one and I will talk with you tomorrow. Peace.